Okay, so welcome to A Thousand Voices podcast. As promised, I did mention I would be bringing guests onto the show. This is a self-help, self-love, self-development, self-education, self-awareness show, and there's only information that will help you improve yourself, become the best version of yourself, and just enjoy life to the fullest. So today, I am joined by Coach Ra. Coach Ra is a creative calling coach. Yes, and today we are going to talk about how to finish what you started when you have ADHD or when you feel like you are being pulled from different directions. So I'm just going to give the floor to Coach Ra to just, you know, introduce yourself, tell us more about who you are and let everybody just have that picture. You may go ahead. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Gina. I'm delighted to be here. Uh, I'm actually, uh, people know me as Rati, Coach Rati. Although a lot of people do say just Ra or Coach Ra, that's fine. Uh, And I am a coach who specializes in helping creatives like entrepreneurs or filmmakers or actors, uh, computer programmers who, like you say, either have ADHD or feel pulled in 50 directions, focus so that they can actually follow through, finish things and get their work out into the world to make a difference and hopefully make some money doing what they love. Exactly. That is my practice. Yeah. That is really interesting. So tell us a bit more about how you became a coach. Is this something that you perhaps went to school for? Did you decide one day like, okay, I'm going to be a coach. Was it a calling for you? Was it an opportunity? I love it. What happened? Tell us. I love it. No, no, no. I don't think anybody, uh, you know, wakes up in their crib you know, when they're a baby or a few years old and goes, I'm going to be a coach when I grow up. We we say things like, I'm going to be a fireman or I'm going to be an actress. And that was mine. I was going to be an actress. And I actually was a professional actress for 33 years as well as a playwright here in New York City. Amazing. It's a difficult profession. Yes, thank you. Um, I evolved into a coach. I I have to say that uh, it was cumulative. Being an actress was something I pursued because I had a talent for it. And uh, it was also something I think we all do things at times unconsciously for the wrong reasons. I wanted to be, be seen. I craved being seen and heard. And that had to do not feeling seen or heard early on in life. I had the privilege of working with Meryl Streep as an actress when I was very young. Wow. And after the production, yeah, my father said to me, that blonde gal's gonna make it. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, what I needed to hear as a young <laughs> as a young actress was, "Honey, you were terrific, and how wonderful you got to work with these wonderful people. You're going to learn so much." Mm-hmm. He did the best. You know, he was right. Right? She's she's amazing. But as a young person, what I took from that was, I will not be seen or or make any impact unless I can be Meryl Streep. Yeah. Which is a very, very self-defeating yes. place mm. to come from. Mm. And caused me a lot of personal pain to the point where eventually I left the business and moved into an ashram. An ashram, uh, I don't know, It's a, I, I like to think of it as a Hindu kibbutz, if you will. Okay. It was a guru, and I moved in, and, and I lived with a lot of people who didn't care if I was an actress. They mm-hmm. just loved me for who I was, mm-hmm. which was a first for me. And out of living there, I learned that company is stronger than will, that we don't do anything alone. We all need support. When I came back to New York City to be an actress, I started creating support systems around myself and helped friends pursue their goals. I took what I learned at the ashram. One friend opened a bookstore, another became a DJ, and down the line I eventually got married and my husband said, you know, you should charge for this. Because mm. I was very good at it, but I didn't know what it was. I mean, oh. I didn't know I was doing what they called coaching. But it was the late 80s and early 90s, and eventually I realized what I was doing, and I did get some training and became professionally certified. So that now, instead of being a restaurant hostess or uh, cleaning people's houses, uh, you know, at that point, finally, I was able to do something for a living that made sense, that used my talents, mm-hmm. and that was a right fit for me. So that's how I evolved into becoming a coach for creatives. Amazing. That is It was my calling. I just didn't know it. Yeah, 100%. I was actually going to say the same that you were literally called, you were channeled, you were driven towards this and you became yes. the best version yes. of yourself while doing it, which is incredible. I think I will have a one-on-one session with you, just me and you, <laughs> for my own for my own benefit. <laughs> okay, so what is the number? So what is the number one issue, right? That most of your clients come to you for help with. What I hear again and again is, I can start things, but I don't finish them. I can st- I start all these different things and I don't finish them. I I don't know how I'll feel one day to the next. It's consistency. People struggle with consistency and motivation. That is so true. And essentially, yeah, right? Have you found that to be true in your life? Yes, I have. I have. Yeah. Personally, I can tell you that I was even talking about that today. Uh, because we host Clubhouse every Tuesday and every Thursday. So I did let everybody know that you are going to come through as our guest for next week. Right? So I was explaining to everybody that um, when it comes to consistency, 
I have had challenges. I would do a lot of things and I wouldn't now I wouldn't understand why I wasn't seeing any results. And it was only after the past three years when I found out that it was consistency that was the missing link out of everything that I was doing. The moment I discovered that everything changed. Everything changed. So when you discovered that you needed to be um, consistent for things to work what did you do so I just so whenever I'll do a project right I would literally make sure I see yeah. it through because previously I would start a project and then I wouldn't just like see it through I'll leave it at like 55% 60% then start another one 55% 70% then start another one then I realized I am not getting the results that I anticipate to and for that reason when I implemented uh, consistency everything changed People, I think, you know, a lot of people struggle to implement it for themselves, and I'm curious to know how you managed to. Mm. How did you manage to implement that consistency for yourself? So, first of all, I would write things down, right? So, I would, for a certain project, I would have a timeline for it, and I would have a beginning stage, the middle phase, cancelling out any challenges or issues that would stop me from evolving to the next stage and then just work on that until i see it through to like the final end goal and i've just been applying that same method to almost everything and it's been it's been great so far it sounds like you started planning yeah <laughs> and you started you started planning in a way that works for you mm-hmm I'll put it that way. And that's essentially what I do. I help people. Yeah. You know, a plan is a form of taking care of yourself. True. Right? A plan, uh, it's the roadmap. It doesn't, it, planning is not living, mm-hmm. but it's pretty hard to get anywhere without a map, without mm-hmm. that plan. It sounds like you realized that rather than just jumping in without one, you mm-hmm. needed to take the time so i think we can jump onto the next question which is why is it a struggle you know for people to finish to finish what they started why is it a struggle for an individual to finish what they started well i think you know there there are two primary reasons one what we were just talking about they don't have a clear plan they just jump in without knowing what kinds of things are going to happen and how to deal with them. That's one reason. And the other reason is people mistaken what they want with how they feel. Okay. So if they can't count on feeling a certain way, they can't count on themselves to take the actions they need to take. So you have to you have to develop a certain mental fitness and resilience to follow through on a plan mm-hmm. because you may not always feel like taking like doing it exactly right. <laughs> that is also something i discovered that no matter what sometimes sometimes whatever you want to do you just wake up one day and you don't feel like doing it but that's right 
because you made a conscious commitment to starting in the very first place you just have to see it through whether you like it or not so i think the, mo right. mm -hmm. the moment i dealt with that That's yeah it sounds like you've had some real powerful epiphanies in your life that <laughs> a there's lot. some things that have happened that have really turned the lights on for a you. lot a lot but we'll talk about that some other time <laughs> yeah well it, absolutely and you know there's no accident i don't think it's an accident that the word willpower mm -hmm. starts with will Yes. It has to do with being willing, willingness. Mm -hmm. Willingness is everything. Are you willing to do what you want regardless of how you feel? Are you willing to take the action you said you'd take despite the fact that you don't feel like it or you're afraid? Mm -hmm. Somehow what you want has to matter more than your fear. 100%. And that's yeah, that's what I support people in getting clear about. Okay. We, we basically live by our values. And if your value is to create meaning in the world, you're going to do things you don't feel like. If what matters most to you is being safe and comfortable, that's a value. And you're going to put that ahead of creating something. Mm -hmm. So, first we have to be honest with ourselves. Hopefully as a coach, I, I, I'm a mirror. I reflect back to people what their values are so that they can decide are they living in alignment with them or not. Mm -hmm. Noted. And there's certainly a lot of ways to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, what are some of the ways people can become more consistent and finish what they started? Great question. <laughs> well, first of all, there's the one thing I think is one thing that's very powerful, I think, is to set a goal for yourself, whether it's write a novel or launch a podcast. And don't overpromise by saying you're going to do it in a month. Give yourself a big long runway, you know, give you say, okay, in, in six months, I want a first draft of my novel. Then every day you write that goal down mm -hmm. in front of you. So it's conscious. And every day you make sure that you are doing something to reach it. I usually say to people, it's the rule of three, have three things you want to accomplish, right? And I, I work in quarters, like every quarter, I have, I have quarterly goals, three quarterly goals. You write that, those three goals in front of you every day. Okay. You make sure that something you're doing every day relates to moving those three goals forward. Mm -hmm. It works powerfully on a couple of levels. On one level, it's constantly telling your subconscious what you're creating. So you're almost working on it in your sleep. And on the other, you can't be honest. You know, if you know what it is you're trying to do, you can't pretend that watching Netflix for six hours is helping you get there. You, you have to make sure that your actions day to day to day align with the outcome, with the goal you're creating. So you make sure in a given week, you're gonna write 2000 words that week 
or you know, every day I'm gonna write 200 words a day. Whatever it is, you wanna connect even the smallest actions with that long-term goal so that you have a North Star. Mm-hmm. You're staying on track. Okay, makes so much sense. And what is going on in your business right now? And how can people find out more? So for example, if there's a listener, right? And they feel like what you shared with me right now, it's something that they need in their life. What what can they do to either contact you? I've asked so many questions in one question. So I was like, what is going on? (laughs) What is going on? I'm assuming you're gonna have all this in the show notes too. Yes. just as they're listening it's okay 100 uh, but um i invite your listeners to schedule a free consultation with me okay. if you go to my website creativecallingcoaching.com it's mm-hmm. spelled just like it sounds no spaces or anything if you go there you will find a link to schedule a conversation with me and we can see whether my coaching is a good fit for you uh, I also always, I have things going on all the time. For instance, I have a group program starting in May of 2022. Uh, it's going to be a four week program. The goal getter to goal, the goal setter to goal getter. Oh, nice, nice. Goal setter to goal getter. And so it'll be a four week program that will allow you to identify your goals, break them down create a structure around them and manage your day to day so that you have rituals and you have structures that hold you so that the inevitable outcome is accomplishing that goal. So that's a group program I have coming up that you know, I'll provide you the link to, so you can put that in the link for your listeners as well. But I think the best uh, way is just creativecallingcoaching.com. Go there. And just for the fun of it, I also have a free gift that I will give you the link to. So your, your listeners, it's a, it is actually a gift. It's a guide to consistency. Okay. It's the three steps that will allow you to become more consistent and follow through on things in your life mm-hmm. so okay like fantastic so yeah. um with regards to consistency right i wanted to just ask Ooh. um is it related to because you did mention that sometimes the the lack of consistency is determined by how you feel so you probably uh-huh. feel like ah. Oh, I don't want to write that book or ah, I don't want to record. So is it more connected to how one feels or is it connected to just the mindset in general? Well, I think that how we feel tells us what our mindset is, mm-hmm. right? It, 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 when you are feeling uh, sad or angry, There's a story behind that feeling. If you're feeling depressed, there's a story behind that feeling. And so I work with that a lot with people. You do need to get at the stories you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. because they uh, create the actions you take. 
and the actions you take create the consequences that are your life. So if you are feeling scared and depressed and are saying to yourself, oh, I'll never finish this novel, or who am I, who do I think I am to think I can write, you have to catch that and change it around. And say, you know, somehow you have to shift that belief. Otherwise, the action you're going to take is nothing. You're mm -hmm. not going to write. Mm -hmm. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. There will be no book. Whereas if you say, I'll never write this book. Who am I to think I can? And you say, I am going to practice writing every day. And I don't care if the book is lousy. I'm going to write every day like I'm stringing beads on a necklace until I have a first draft finished. Nobody ever has to read it, mm -hmm. but I am committed to doing that. Mm -hmm. If you shift into that mindset, mm -hmm. that to me what a mindset is, is what you're telling yourself. That allows you then to go to the computer and, and type away every day. Exactly. Because you've made it more precious, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 100%. And I think you, one has to make that conscious decision and decide that this is what they want and no matter what they will still get it so i think for me that also has helped contribute towards my success in different projects that i've worked on in the past three years because i literally gave everything that i have i gave my time my energy my emotions i committed I dedicated myself and if I decide I'm gonna do this project I'm literally gonna run with it no matter what so well that's the story you're telling yourself <laughs> so that's the reality you've created exactly exactly and it's, it's been amazing like honestly even with with the podcast like this is season two episode one season one has 40 episodes and all of that was done just last year That's so it, it's really amazing i mean the podcast is just one there's other things as well so i'm just really really happy to be at this point so now my next and last question before we go into just you doing like a self plug my next question is <laughs> i feel like i already did when you asked me how people can follow up with me i was re oh yeah yeah you did and i was also referring to your you did mention you're writing a book so i also yes, want I you to mention that as well sure okay cool well i am is that the question no 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 the no the question okay. was um let's say you find that soft spot of consistency and you're running with it over a period of time how do you then 10x that type of energy maintain it and have it work for you for a long run or even up until the end of time <laughs> well i think we have to uh accept the fact that the only you know the, one of the laws of reality is impermanence mm. right nothing stays the same everything changes True. including systems you i think we are able to remain consistent when we remember that 
Consistency is about coming back. It's about returning. You're not a computer. You're not going to rigidly stay on the ideal path. You're going to fall off. Things are going to happen. Loved ones will die. Things will take you off course for a while. As long as you intend to get back on mm-hmm. the ideal path, you'll be okay. For me, that's what consistency is. It's not booting up like a computer in the morning. Okay. It's being willing to show up yes. to destruction created again and again. Yes. And accepting yourself just the way you are as a human being. That's right. And it's a when you start to make it what happens it gets easier uh and I guess in terms of 10xing when something becomes a habit mm-hmm. rather than a routine that you put yourself through but it's a habit it doesn't even feel good not to exercise mm-hmm. now you're really in the zone you're fortunate But whether that even ever happens or not doesn't determine your success. The success has everything to do with coming back, getting back on the path over and over. Mm, 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 you get to start over every day. You have to you start, get to start over every, every day. Minutes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. Also one thing that I like one thing I adopted into my lifestyle. I take each day as if it's like I'm waking up it's a brand new life it's a brand new day brand new opportunities brand new projects everything new I don't have to yeah I can understand there might be some things that I did on the previous day but today is today's show and I'm going to show up and I'm going to do what I have to do and yeah like enjoy it as I go as well <laughs> and you exude that light. Thank you. And that's it's beautiful. I think people get that when they hear you and but we you know to me that's the law of attraction. True. What you pay attention to grows and you so what you pay attention to is starting again every day and every day being new. Yes. And you just keep creating that and mm-hmm. it is lovely and it is very attractive. Mhm. The Push focus it. isn't on how you look or what on uh, someone else thinks of you. It's on what is the event adventure today that mm-hmm. I'm undertaking. Yes. It's awesome. 100%. So, yeah, this is the time. Please tell me about your book. We have about 5 minutes before yeah. we wrap up, but I really really well, want to hear and understand and be able to offer my listeners that opportunity to get the book as well the moment it comes out. I love it. I so appreciate it. And you know, I think if you download the free gift, you'll be in the loop as soon as the book comes out, you will be notified. Uh it, it is called The Five Emotions That Stop Success mm. in Creatives. Mm-hmm. Uh that is a condensed title, but basically it is The Five Emotions That Stop success for coaches and their creative clients it is uh it is going to be published by Rutledge and uh, Rutledge Press it's coming out so uh, probably early 2023 i hope uh and the five emotions that stop success are shame grandiosity 
envy, boredom, and fear. Wow. We all have them. Mm. Yes. And, and so I really go into how those five negative emotions are, I mean negative, unhelpful emotions. I don't know if you can call any emotions negative, but they're certainly not pleasant. Shame is not pleasant. Mm. Boredom's not pleasant. Mm. Envy's not pleasant. At all. Uh, I get into the mindset behind them and their antidotes. So how you can shift out of those emotional states of being to create what you want to create. That is what the book is. Excellent. I cannot wait. I wish I could somehow have the manuscript and read even before, but I'll be patient. And yeah, we'll see that soon as it comes out. So I'll get it to you as soon as possible. Yes. (laughs) Cannot wait. (laughs) All right. Also, that's another good way to get something finished is you make promises to people and you have to keep them. 100%. I agree. So, thank you so much, Coach Retty, for coming through. I really had an amazing 30 minutes with you. I also have people in the audience because uh, I, I was live on Instagram. I'm actually live on Instagram. They like would love to listen to the whole thing. So I can't wait to just uh, finish uh, compressing this, publishing, and then sharing with people.